Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other host, Brennan McCullough. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. I ordered a calzone, and it turns out it was like filled with feta cheese. So, like, uh, it's like back- all right in portions, but like it's just like a whole pizza of feta cheese. It's just like, ah. Back to explaining what you just ate before the podcast. Nice. It's a running gag. And by yeah. that, I mean, I don't have anything else to talk about. Fair enough. Uh, but let's get into games we've been playing. I did get around to playing one of the games I pre-ordered and didn't get a chance to talk about. But uh, do you want to go first or should I dive into that? You can go first and talk about why pre-ordering is always a terrible idea. Oh, well, that's the thing. This game, it I, I was pretty happy with it uh, generally. I, I'm, I'd say probably halfway, so I can't give a full analysis. But it's the game Bound. Um, fairly oh, yeah. positive. It's a PS... Uh, exclusive but um in general it's like a strange why the reason i pre-ordered it was a you save some money and then b it looked really just psychedelic and like an interesting journey it's often actually compared to the game journey and like how different it is and how more or less it's an experience not and less of a game but um as i was playing it it starts out really interesting where you're like this pregnant woman on a beach and it's like almost as if I'm not sure if it's her memories or what, but you like look into these uh, journal entries and drawings and shit. And then you like kind of like focus on them. And all of a sudden you realize you're in this other kingdom as this like princess character. And uh, your mother, I guess is the queen of this like really crazy psychedelic kingdom. And she's like, there's a monster attacking uh, and you have to stop it. And basically you're traveling around this, like constantly evolve, not evolving, but like moving and uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? Like, yeah, like the ground beneath your character as she walks is like kind of fluctuating and like just being very psychedelic. That's the best word for it. <laughs> pulsating, really. opposite of stationary. Pulse, yeah, pulsating. That's a really good word. So everywhere you walk around, like pulsates with your character, oh, and it kind of uh, like interacts with the world around you. But in other than that, one of the mechanics that's really interesting about it is that you kind of have to dance your way out of like peril, so to speak. It's like when certain uh, things are attacking you, you kind of hold down your L2 or R2. I forget which one at this point because I haven't played in a few days. But uh, and it, your character has to like dance around. And it's interesting how you use that mechanic. It's slightly clunky. In fact, I think I read a couple articles of people being like, the whole dance mechanics weird and I didn't like it. And personally I sort of agree with them, but I'm not going to go as far to say as I don't like it, but it is just kind of weird and it kind of interrupts the flow of the game. If you're like a hardcore reviewer, it doesn't, it doesn't really like seem prevalent or necessary to like, it could be taken out of the game and it's still been a good game. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I honestly would have preferred my character been a more like agile character who could jump around nimbly and do like backflips and cool shit like that. But then again, it's, it's really cool. Um, the like it's a lot of it is this like sea of like cubes that are just like it's it's really interesting if you've never seen any gameplay i highly recommend we'll put a link in the show notes uh but overall happy that i pre-ordered it it is a crazy experience uh extremely visually stunning um i'd say on par with my the game abzu that i recently played i loved that and i think i talked about that on a previous episode so you mm-hmm. guys can hear that yep but um overall I, I'm having fun with that one, so I'll I'll let you guys know once I beat it. 
Um, other games I've been playing is this game Adrift. I, I might have even mentioned Adrift when I was talking about Abzu, but I don't think I really did. But in general, it's just a game where you're a, a, an astronaut in outer space. Your your ship oh, gets yeah. like de- demolished, and you kind of like wake up, and you have to float from oxygen canister to oxygen canister to like survive and try to figure out how you're going to carry on um i'm struggling with it i was streaming it a couple of times and unfortunately uh people in chat weren't really interacting enough to like give me hints because like i have no idea sometimes like you'll end up in a certain area and there's only so many oxygen tanks and you're like floating in every which direction and certain doors aren't opening and you're you're the suffocation animation is actually fucking terrifying for anyone with anxiety like sometimes i'll just like close my eyes at that point because i'm like i've seen this so many times and it just sucks like you're just literally suffocating in outer space yeah that's i i I definitely have claustrophobia but it's weird that i kind of have a reverse phobia of like two open spaces like of being stranded in the ocean or being lost in the space like this like i kind of get freaked out at that because there's just nothing around or there's nothing you can get to realistically so i know if i was out in space and if i started suffocating like this dude i just snap the helmet off and you know have my brain sucked out through my nose or something i wouldn't suffocate i'd go out big yeah and that's the thing i almost wish that game i mean this isn't what they intended at all so i might be an asshole for wishing this but it'd be cool if they just had like a free play mode or something where it's like a free float where you can enjoy being out in outer space and exploring the fucked up ship but not have to worry about like suffocating every 30 seconds or whatever but that's i guess honestly a huge mechanic of the game is like find oxygen canisters to stay alive and in all reality i doubt they'd just be like conveniently placed like locations of these oxygen canisters in outer space as you're like making your way through it it, it, that's what kind of forces it to be somewhat linear yeah i could definitely see this becoming uh actually i think it's coming out on the vive or it is on the vive yeah that would be an amazing virtual reality experience yeah so yeah it definitely seems like it's for vr intended and then also got a port to a console well which would be nice uh when psvr comes around uh Hopefully I don't need PS4K for that and I could just hook that up and it'd be like a situation where since you already have the game and it's VR capable, you're good to go. Well, since it would be nice that you don't need a PS4K, I can almost guarantee that you will because Ah, fuck, they'll charge you every chance they get. Yeah, they probably want everyone to upgrade too. Yeah, I mean, so much stuff now, like my mom has a tablet and it just started like dying on her and it's not even like three years old, but the stuff... Technology is advancing to the point where you can do amazing things, but they're building in limitations and expiration dates to it so that it does break on its own eventually and it forces you to buy the newest model. Nah, they don't make them like they used to. Ah! Yeah, back when it was filled with uh, asbestos and cancer-causing carcinogens and stuff. I mean, (laughs) they still do, we just don't know about it yet. Oh, God. But um, those are the main games I've been uh, playing on PS4 lately. Uh, How about you? Uh, let's see. I went back and revisited a few because I did like a little review for uh, Deadbolt and Unholy Heights, which are two games I talked about before. Um, but I had to replay them so I could like write a review for them. Uh, Deadbolt still great. I tried it again on the hard difficulty now. Still super hard. Like it's very Hotline Miami esque. You have one health. Like anything that touches you, you die instantly. Still great, highly recommend it. 
uh, for anyone out there. It's like under 10 bucks. It's the same guys that did Risk of Rain. Uh, great game. Super fun. Uh, Unholy Heights. Also fun. It's the tower defense management game where you're Satan and you're also a landlord. And all of your like tenants you use as like towers to send out and defend against them. Oh yeah, I remember this one. Yeah, that's like four bucks. Like a full price, it's like four bucks. So you can get it real cheap. I think it actually just got ported to the 3DS um, like sometime this year. So if anyone wants it for a mobile game, you can. But I think it's like $7 for the 3DS. Oh, um, that's still not bad. I don't know. It's still not bad, but it is more expensive than if you got it on Steam. Gotcha. Um, that's still fun, but like, it's a grind. Even you can speed up time like two times as fast, three times as fast. And even with that, it's still, you got to put like a good eight hours before you can even get to the final uh, level, which I still haven't beaten, but, uh, those are still fun. A uh, lot of Overwatch. They're doing, um, the summer games right now and it's tomorrow's the last day or it's ending tomorrow. So I'm really grinding hard just trying to get one thing I want because I haven't gotten anything. And it's bullcrap because with the loot boxes, you get four items and you're guaranteed one summer related item, but almost always the rest are regular stuff. So you have like a one in four chance with each box of getting something summer related that you want. And I just getting nothing. And it's so annoying. Um, and there's so many more duplicates. It seems like I was talking to a buddy. We seem like we've been getting a lot more duplicates lately. So I, I don't know. I don't know if they're changing stuff around for the summer stuff, but. They should offer more, because they said, like, oh, it'll be around next year. It's like, that's a year from now, man. Like, I don't even know I'll be playing this by then. I will. I love Overwatch. <laughs> um, they had their recent uh, anim- uh, animated short come out about The Last Bastion. So, a lot of people are... I've heard a lot of people say they cried while watching it. It's a very good little short video. It's beautiful. Jesus. It's like Pixar-level quality. It's amazing. Nice. Um, so, for anyone who wants, like, backstory for that... Or likes Bastion, which no one really seems to because everyone gets so salty playing against them. I know, what the hell? That was my go-to because I'm like, this character's cool as shit. But then I, yeah, found out how much the community gets butthurt about how overpowered he is, I guess. He, But he's not at all. I think he's the like a perfect character because if you get mad for losing against him all the time, it's because you suck and can't get around a simple turret. Like, he's super easy to kill and get rid of. That's what I mean. I was definitely kicking ass with him, but I still had plenty of uh, well-versed players kick my ass. Yeah, the one that they just nerfed recently is Genji, who was stupidly overpowered. Like, if a team had two Genjis, you pretty much lost automatically. God damn it, that's insane. They they would just run around killing everybody. Um, I think they buffed Mei and Mercy too, but not much. Um, So they're still playing around with the different stats and, like, balancing out characters. Uh, I'm like, I think I hit 160 today. Holy hell. I played with a dude earlier today who's 410. Like, that's the highest I've seen in per, like, that I've played with. Okay. That's just absurd. Yeah. That's insane. Um, what else? I did play, God, this is a long title. Uh, right before we recorded, I played Dr. Langes Cove, the tiger, and the truly, and the terribly cursed emerald. A whirlwind heist? Jesus Christ, I wish I could have used that for game or no game against you. I might have to play that later, but uh, go on, because I would have been like, there's no way in hell that's a real game. <laughs> no, it's very real. Um, it's a super short game. It's like maybe 15 minutes, 20 if you really explore the whole place. 
Uh, it's a walking simulator. You interact with a few buttons, but you mostly just walk and crouch. Um, it's from one of the guys who worked on Stanley Parabola. So it's very similar to that. And it's got a strong, like, portal vibe because you just walk around. Uh, it all looks very nice. It's very well lit and very colorful. And there's a voice that, like, narrates you through everything and talks to you. So it's very reminiscent of Portal of solving a little puzzle here and there while someone's very quippy British uh, dry humor is talking you through stuff. And it's great. It's also free. Uh, as far as I know, it's free on Steam. You can get it on itch.io. Uh, nice. You can get it from Max as well through there. Uh, so I think it's free everywhere. You definitely shouldn't be paying for it anywhere. So if you did, you got hustled. <laughs> um, but it's really cool just for how short it is. It's great that it is free. I would be, you know, annoyed if I had to pay anything above $5 for this. Actually, $5 would be too much because of how short it is. Um, but the premise is you wake up in this like room and you're about to play a game, but it's a live action game and someone's already playing it. So you can't have more than two people playing it at the same time. So the whole staff that's behind the scenes, like making the game run as almost if it's like a play, they're like behind the walls and, you know, pulling the lever to raise the elevator and changing the lightings and all that. They're gone. They all quit. So you're that guy. So you're doing it for the other player. And then when you're done, it's your turn to do it. And it's a really neat idea. It's really cool. Uh, I think Justin Rowland, who does all Rick and Morty stuff, uh, he actually did, like, you can find cassette tapes. And if you play through it a second time, you can listen to those cassette tapes. Huh, nice. He's, he's on all of those. Um, so he, I keep seeing him popping up in, like, different video game stuff. He's in a lot of VR stuff. So he's big in the game, game community right now, at least. Uh, so that's a fun game. Definitely pick that up if you just got, like, 20 minutes to kill and want to have a little exploring walking simulator thing. Cool. Um, and I think that's kind of it. I know I said I was going to play Last Remnant, what, like four episodes ago. I'll, <laughs> I'll get to it. I've been quite busy, and uh, I have been itching to jump back into a big, gigantic JRPG, though. Oh, that's fair. But I, I can actually talk about one game that we both have experience with, but I am uh, shutting the doors on it. I uninstalled Pokemon Go, finally. I feel like I'm the first in our team to actually, like, stop giving a fuck. Well, the thing is, like, I haven't played in a solid three, three maybe going on four weeks now, so... And I just know I'm never going to get Pokeballs again, so I'm <laughs> over it. So, it, I don't know. Where are you? I think you're the first to uninstall it, but because I've definitely stopped giving a shit, like, two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, my dad, he works down in Atlantic City, so he's going down in a big city area where he can walk around a ton. So he keeps coming home with, like, 20 new Pokemon every day. He's like, oh, look what I caught. I was like, cool. This is great. I love that you're catching all of this, like, grinding my teeth. Like, because I haven't even opened the app in, yeah, about two weeks. So, yeah. Just, like, the only thing I can do now is hatch eggs, but I only have so many of those before I run out. and I, I've just stopped caring. Yeah, that's what I mean. But right before I ducked out, I saw something really stupid related in the Pokemon Go universe. So it made me feel good about not caring anymore. But um, it's this revolutionary game controller for the number one app in the world. Oh, God. Uh, and they have their own Kickstarter and everything. And it was backed pretty immediately, uh, unfortunately. And sure. let me explain this uh, concept to the listener. So, so dumb. It, the, Pokemon Go is a mobile game, and they were thinking to themselves, how can we 
capitalize off of this craze. Let's make a controller for this game. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck? What do you need a controller for when literally you just tap on your screen and swipe and that's the whole premise of the game? So they made a controller in the shape of a Pokeball. It looks very... Not even very authentic. It looks okay, I guess. It just it looks, looks like it's sewn together. It looks like a plush toy. Actually, yeah, it does look like, kind of like shit so far. But now that they're getting money, they might make better ones. Regardless, the premise of this thing is you hold the controller in your hand. You, As you approach a Pokemon in AR, you hold your phone up and then throw the controller in the area of the Pokemon, the phone's camera will pick up on where you threw the ball, and if it was an accurate throw or not, it will actually catch your Pokemon for you. And the thing about it, the only actually service, like, or the only purposeful thing that it offers is the fact that it it um, provides secondary battery life. So it has a USB port and you can get more battery life out of your phone because the game is a huge drain in that department. But other than that, people having to have this controller and throw something around as a mechanic to this game is just going to make people a look a lot dumber because you're basically just playing fetch with yourself. And then B maybe even end up getting more hurt because we know people are not smart and getting hit by cars or whatever the fuck's happening. I just feel like you're going to throw it and someone's going to just run by and snag it. Like, what's stopping someone from just picking up the Pokeball you just threw and running off with it? I just think it's funny because the people who are responsible for this are probably like, wow, we're geniuses and we're going to capitalize off this. And hey, check it out. People are dumb enough to just go right ahead and throw their money right at you. But in all reality, this is quite dumb. I see absolutely no appeal to this whatsoever. Like, the charging your phone, I guess, but there's plenty of other products that do that for you. Well, and that's the thing. They were shooting pretty low on the Kickstarter standards. They were shooting for a pledge of 25000 and they're currently almost at thirty k with 38 days to go. So they're probably going to make a lot more money in that time, even. I mean, they probably will. That Who's to say if that's a good thing? Clearly, we don't think it is. So, once again, careful what you kickstart, because this looks dumb, and they might just steal your money. Yeah, careful what you get kickstart. I like that. Um, but anyway, uh, what else is there? Yeah, let's uh, see if there's any kind of like nerdy news or anything. Well, Blizzard's giving um, Overwatch new emotes as well, and from what I could see, there's a public test region. Which, if you change your region in Overwatch and Battle.net, you can kind of play the updates Blizzard's planning to do for Overwatch early, like while they're still testing it out. Oh. And people have found out there's going to be a new map, there's going to be a possible new gameplay mode, there's going to be new emotes, and each of the all the emotes seem to be a variation of sitting and laughing for each hero, which is nothing particularly great, except for D.Va, who's a character who's a professional streamer and video game player who battles inside of a giant mech suit. Everyone has most likely seen the Gremlin D.Va like, meme going around where she's you know, eating Doritos and shoving, like, Mountain Dew in her face and stuff. <laughs> and it's hilarious. And her sitting emote is actually that. Her mech sits down, and she starts playing a video game. And then while she's playing the game, she has, like, a two-liter soda appears, and then a bag of chips appears that she eats while playing the game. That's awesome. So they're completely capitalizing on this. And they know people are going to love it so much because they made this emote a legendary status, while all the other emotes are, like, a rare status. So it's going to be one of the more expensive ones to get and harder to get, but everyone's going to want it. I know I'm saving up for it already. 
Uh, what else is there? Ooh, I mean, this isn't super... Oh. oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I just remembered something. Oh, well, mine's not even video game related. I was just going to say, I've been watching Stranger Things. It's really good. Listener, go check that shit out. I mean, I was someone who i feel like i'm late to this game and most of our listeners are like hell yeah i already know about this but if you're like someone like me who's late to the game i highly highly recommend it cliffhangers great show great acting awesome concept really suspenseful and great check it out and they've confirmed for season two so oh excellent i and that's the thing i still have two episodes to go so i don't know how it ends so i'm eager to find out yeah and for anyone thinking about it, go, just go in blind. Don't look at anything up. Just watch the first episode, and you'll know by then. That's why I was very vague with my, yeah. like, yeah, so check that shit out. Yeah. Well, speaking of stuff we've watched, um, and speaking of Gremlin Diva, <laughs> um, I actually, the whole Gremlin, like, attire, there's a lot of pictures of her drawn as a character from an anime, and I actually f- found out which which one it is. It's like, Himo- Himoto Umari-chan? I think it's tough to say. Sure. Um, but it's kind of based off that character where the story is this girl is like the perfect high school girl in like every way. She's attractive. She's smart. She's good at sports. She's super popular. There's like no flaw with her whatsoever. And then when she gets home, she transforms into this little gremlin monster who does nothing but play video games and cram junk food in her face and like read manga and like just the biggest nerd like kind of monster. And that's exactly what the Gremlin Diva, like, meme is based off of. Jesus. And it's pretty funny. Like, I only watched the first episode, but, like, it's kind of funny seeing the comparisons and, like, how much it really is Diva. Um, but that one's, like, alright. But I also started watching ReZero and Mob Psycho 100, which are two, like, animes new this season. And I hate it that they're this season because now I have to wait week to week for episodes like everyone else. That sucks. Oh, yeah. I've only done that a few times myself, so I haven't done that to myself in quite a while. I'm so used to binging stuff now that I forgot what it's like to wait week for week. Like, I feel like it's Game of Thrones and stuff where it's just like, God, when is it coming out? Because you also have to wait for people to sub it as well. That's what it's in Japan. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, I haven't binged something in a very long time. And yeah, that's Stranger Things. I was up till 2 or 3 a.m. last night. God damn it. (laughs) Yeah, I had the last episode one time and i'm like it's already 3 30 a.m like i can't watch the last episode like i have to go to bed yeah um but mob psycho and rezero both uh pretty popular right now mob psycho is done by the same guy that did one punch man and it's kind of about the same thing it's about a kid with psychic powers who can like exercise ghosts and spirits but he's like god level powerful like he can obliterate everything and similar to one punch man but it's his powers are tied into his emotions. So in order to control his powers, he doesn't really express a lot. He's very plain and average and not good at anything. Like he's bad at sports. He's not smart. He like he's super un, uh, antisocial. Like he's just bad in every way. But he's got godly psychic powers. And the whole show is kind of about uh, his boss, who he like works for, is lying to him, and the boss is complete fake and phony. But he's saying he's a good psychic medium and like spirit detector. And he's kind of just using his powers to get rid of all the ghosts for him. And then the boss takes all the money. And it's called Mob, Mob Psycho 100 because the kid's name's Mob. And he's got like, uh, like the whole show, it has a little counter that says, uh, countdown until Mob explodes. And it's got like a percentage level and it builds to 100. 
and then he explodes and unleashes all of his power. And it's really cool. The animation style is kind of plain and like simple. It's not super appealing until there's a spirit or a fight scene or something. And then it's crazy cool. And it reminds me a lot of the early 90s anime when they weren't afraid to try different styles in the same show. It's not just like one style for everything and everything kind of looks the same. So that's pretty interesting. I think it's only like six episodes out right now. So you can catch up pretty easily if that sounds up your alley. Nice. And then ReZero, the title's longer. It's like ReZero, uh, Return from Life and Death, whatever. It's ReZero. That's what you need to know. Um, it's a kid that gets sucked into a different world. At first, I thought it was like a video game world, but refreshingly enough, it's not because that genre seems to be fucking full these days. <laughs> um, so the kid just gets transported to this different world. He's a huge nerd and he thinks he can figure it all out. And then he gets murdered like on the spot. And then he wakes back up and he's like a day before when he got murdered. So essentially every time he dies, he comes back to life and has to try and like figure it out. A perfect description of the, like a perfect, someone described it perfectly and it was erased plus like log horizon or something like a show where he gets sucked in. And I think that's a good, good plot synopsis for like a comparison. Interesting. And it kind of confirms my theory that with time travel shows where you can like rewind and be like, oh, no, 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 none of that actually happens. It, for some reason, it'll, the sensors allow you to get away with some of the most brutal kills and like people being like horribly injured because the show in the plot of the show, it rewinds and doesn't actually happen. But like it gets a lot gorier when you have that like plot mechanic in place of a show. Yeah. So the, the dude gets like brutally murdered and he feels all of it. Like he goes through all of this. And then he wakes up the next day, like, and he's fine. He's just like, Jesus Christ, like, oh my God. And everyone's like, why are you so freaked out? And he's like, I was, like, he can't say any, he can't tell anybody, but he was just like horribly murdered. Um, it's Mark uh, was the one that introduced me to the show and hmm. he really enjoys it. <laughs> yes. I had no idea. Surprise, surprise. Um, he really enjoyed it. I, it was all right. It was enough to catch my interest for like the first 13 episodes. That's the first season. And then season two really like sunk me in so it really it's on episode 20 now and i got really sucked in about like episode 15 or so so if anyone watches it and like watch the first uh season and they aren't thrilled by it like i was you don't have to stick around but if you do get to season two i think it really picks up speed there because it's it's hard to do in the constraint of the show where the one character builds relationships with other characters but then it all resets. So he goes through three or four days building relation, meaningful relationships with other people. But then when it resets, no one else remembers them. So it's really kind of hard to do character development when all these characters are pretty stagnant for the most part. Um, it's interesting. It's, it's not amazing. I, I think Mark will definitely t- speak more about it than I would, uh, or more highly about it, but it's, it's cool. If you get to episode 15 or so, I think it gets better. Okay, nice. I'll have to give that one a chance at least. Yeah, I mean, like I said, if you don't, it's not like Stranger Things. Stranger Things, you'll be sucked in within the first like 20 minutes, of, 10 minutes of the show. Pretty much. This, it, it's a slow drag. It's a slow burn. So if you do give up on it, don't worry. You're not the only one. Fair warning. Uh, well, do you want to play a game of uh, game or no game by chance before we wrap things up? Uh, 
Sure. Well, let me let me hit this real quick. Sure. Uh, the Batman Telltale series is the first episode's out. It's it's actually been out for a bit, but this is one I actually didn't get on board with because with all these episodic games, especially with Telltale, I I think I was kind of right with my prediction way back where they were jumping onto too many established franchises all at once. Oh sure. They did like The Walking Dead. They did like another version of The Walking Dead. They did Game of Thrones. They did Batman. They did uh. Uh, Wolf Among Us, which was good, um, but it was like so. They did Walking Dead for a season, and then after that, they got like, oh, uh, Tales of the Borderlands. They got like six different properties all at once. Yeah, holy shit! And I think it was way too many. And I think with some of the more recent Telltale games, like uh, Walking Dead, Michonne is another Telltale one that came out. I didn't. Even, I don't know anyone who's played it, just because like we're kind of tired of Walking Dead Telltale games. Um. But with the Batman one, it seems like it's good. Like, it seems like no one's really complained about it. Apparently, they do a really weird take on the Penguin, uh, from what I've heard. But apparently, the first episode of it is pretty much, you play as Bruce Wayne. You don't play as Batman. You play as Bruce Wayne and, like, kind of deal with the political, economic, socio-society of... Socio-society. That's incredibly redundant. (laughs) Um, Of Gotham and stuff. So, for anyone who's considering the... Batman Telltale games. Telltale aren't known for their action, and Batman is super action oriented. So I would maybe wait a few episodes to see how that series goes before you hop on board. Ooh, yeah, um, that that's another fair warning. I I totally get what you're saying because I don't know personally. None of the the franchises that they picked up, I I'm not really interested in. So I've haven't really played any Telltale games at all. Actually, wow. The Walking Dead season one's great. It's like amazing. Season two is great too. Both the one and two are amazing. They're great stories. Um, but once again, they're not action oriented. They're kind of like quick time events and like sort of like match the pattern sort of stuff. There's nothing super like run and gunny. So don't expect a lot of action. Um, the Game of Thrones one, I've heard, I haven't heard great things about. I've heard it's pretty bland all around. <laughs> Tales of Borderlands, I think I'm in the minority of saying. Game wise, it sucked. Like it was a super buggy game for me, and just kind of real low quality all over at overall. The music and the story and the characters was great. Like I still listen to. The, they kind of have these opening sequences with like music where they say like you know Tales from the Borderlands episode two, episode three, or whatever, and it's kind of like an opening sequence. And it, they're great. I still watch them every now and then. But like as a game, I don't think it did well. Like, I think it could do just as well as if it was just, like, a mini-series, like, web series or something. I don't think I needed to control stuff. Yeah. Um, the, like I said, The Walking Dead Michonne one, I don't know anyone who's actually played it. Uh, and Wolf Among Us is actually very good. That kind of got me hooked onto those Fable comics that it's based off of. Um, but I, once, I just think they got too popular too quick, and they kind of divided whatever small team they had that made it good in the first place. So with a lot of episodic stuff, you're not missing anything. If you just hold off to see if it gets better or worse, like you could definitely wait on that one. Yeah. But then again, as life is strange was coming out, I probably would have disagreed with you and been like, no, you need this one right now. <laughs> but no, <laughs> I don't know. There, I haven't really seen anything that exciting since. Yeah. Life is strange was kind of its own thing. Cause it did episodic early on when it wasn't everywhere. Now it's super prevalent now. Um, but it wasn't Telltale uh, games, which kind of, uh, they don't seem to be varying too much. They all kind of seem very similar, 
whereas Life is Strange was very unique to itself. Uh, what else? Jotun? 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 It's Norse, so sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong. Oh, no worries. I remember you mentioning this one as well, but... Yeah, that's getting a port to the console. Sweet. So if you're not a PC gamer and you thought this sounded interesting, it's coming to the console in September. On PS4, Wii U, and Xbox One, and getting an update for the PC. Uh, but once again, fair warning, this game's super unforgiving. It's real tough. Like, I've seen people stream it on Twitch and, like, snap at, like, the final boss. Like, they lose their mind. So, get ready for that. Oh, that reminded me of a game that we probably talked about on a, the same or around the same time, which was a long time ago, but the game eater or e-i-t-r and i was just googling it to see oh is there any update on that release date nope fuck <laughs> god damn it that game looks like a 8-bit dark souls it looks awesome oh right oh that's a shame it does look good fuck that's also in set in the mythological norse world so that's kind of why i also bring it up oh yeah there's so many like good games like i signed a buddy of mine like for crawl i talked about it before uh, press continue did an episode about it yeah that he had like another update come out. I was like, God, just just make it online. I know online capability is like super hard to code and like expensive to do and all that, but like if you make it online, that game will explode. Yeah, I know what you're so saying. But also, Adam was like trying to implore to you to be like, just play it first player, uh, one player anyway. It's you can. definitely, you know, you can. He said you definitely can. It's definitely not the same though. That's like uh, playing Super Smash Brothers by yourself. Yeah, uh, but there's probably like, a mode for it. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I. Uh, it's just so much better when you're with friends and one of them is like a minotaur and he cuts your head off. Like, you can yell at your friend. You can't yell at the computer the same way. Like, Yeah, no, I want to play that uncooked game or whatever. Oh, God, I was watching some gameplay of that. That looks like genuine chaos. Is that what it was called? I forget if I'm saying that wrong. Shit. Overcooked. Overcooked, that's it. Yeah, because you have to work together and so much stuff happens. Like, it looks like absolute chaos and I love it. All right, well, are you ready to guess if these games are real or not? No, one more thing. All right. Apparently, a live-action Bleach movie is in the works with Warner Brothers. You know Bleach, that godforsaken piece of shit anime and manga. I was going to say, you're using the time to do this. No. <laughs> yes, I am. Because I'm also bringing up the fact that Bleach, the manga, ended recently. Or, they say it ended. I don't believe that because they also ended Naruto, but then they kept going. So, apparently, this is the official end to Bleach with, like, Manga chapter like 686 or something. And for anyone who's curious of why I kept going with it and if it was going to be a good ending, no, it's not. It's still absolute horseshit and it's dumb and it drops off the face of the earth like instantly. There's no satisfying, not even a remotely satisfying ending. The battle is just high concept bullshit that they have to keep like one upping themselves each time with each arc. And it's so, so terrible. I, wait, I, I heard rumor of this spin off series called Detergent. Bleach is a detergent. Uh, <laughs> no kidding. Well, the whole series is named after a Nirvana song, so it'd oh, probably be another one of those. Damn it, I, my joke it's, was wrong. <laughs> it's just so absolutely terrible. And I say this because I would love for anyone to actually try to defend this. Because we did it uh, when we had that other show, That's a Kawhi, for a while. And I tried arguing about it with AJ. And he couldn't. And Brent really. openly invites the audience to angrily tweet at him. I w- I'm so angry, and I have so many good points of why Bleach is garbage and so terrible and should not have lasted as long as it has. 
and I just need an excuse to do this. I just am imagining like a professional <laughs> debate, like something on like C-SPAN or shit, where like you are I just like that. on fire, like laying out points, like this is why it sucks, and no one can do shit about it. And they're like, you know what, you're right. Oh my, Doug, what if we partner with Crunchyroll, do a web series, <laughs> and it's called Your Favorite Anime is Shit, and it's literally just debating why this anime is bad, because people have such strong opinions about it, and I'd love... Brian, this is a great idea. We shouldn't be talking about this on air. I'm going to email them tonight. That is great. I want to do this. <laughs> oh my god, that is pretty fucking solid. I, I just have so much anger at Bleach, and I don't know where to direct it. I can't do anything with it. Yeah, we're just going to get murdered in our sleep, though, by some fanatics. Oh god. It, no, bring it on, because god knows if you like Bleach, you don't know one thing about actual sword uh, combat. Because it's fucking Bleach, and it's terrible yeah, and Brent so sleeps bad with a machete under his pillow i sleep with a gun under my pillow because one night i'm gonna uh, do actually blow my brains out after reading that much bleach it's so bad yeah. i can't emphasize how bad it is i know i believe you and i'll never put myself through it but please don't yeah that's it i'm done <laughs> here we go guys it's game or no game Alright, so for listeners who are unfamiliar, how we play is I read off a couple of various games, some of which I made up, some of which are real games, believe it or not, and Bran has to determine which ones are real. Um, So, let's start it off with 8-Bit Cookie Island. 8-Bit Cookie Island? Yes. Uh, see, usually I just go, uh, with Mark, we usually just agree with each other, because we're usually right. That's what I mean, now you're kind of... Fine solo. This is the first uh, solo match. Oh, boy. I'm going to say no. That is correct. Good intuition. Uh, Let's move on to Masters of Chess. Yes. I hope not, because I have that (laughs) under the nose, and I'm fairly sure a quick Google search will say that's a no, but we're just going to say it's a no. There are a lot of chess games out there, so I wouldn't be too surprised. That's what I mean. I was going with something super generic, so that's yeah. another one of those. I hope there's no game called that. There's Battle Chess. What do you think of this, though? Space Giraffe. Space Giraffe? Like the animal? Yes. Oh, God. I want to say no, but there's so many weird like indie games that it could be. I'm going to go with no, though. It's a game... Alright, and there's actually some information I have about this, and most of these strange games that I found were from an article from the website What's Culture, so I'll give them a shout-out for giving me some cool information on some weird-ass games. It's on the 360? It was- well, that's what I mean. No, it was actually heavily inspired by the classic Atari shooter Tempest, but yeah, it was, I think, available on 360, the live arcade. Um, but yeah, they... <laughs> It, they had like bizarre phrases like giraffe-tastic and like all sorts of flashing lights and it, it was uh extremely hard to understand what's going on oh this is like a lol xd like random game where they're like it's space giraffe because it's wacky but there's yes. no actual giraffe in the game like for instance the final message announces like congratulations you success a winner is you so they're like they're definitely going off like the memes like i don't know yeah but it's just like a super it looks just like a hyper light 
well, not hyper light drifter, but like a super neon shooter, space shooter, or something. Like it doesn't. There's no reason for draft to be in this. Yeah, there's no reason it, for it to be titled space draft at all. <laughs> but that's the real game for you, listener. Uh, fooled you on that one. All right, so let's see. Do you think a game called uh, this one? I feel bad for even suggesting this, but Nine Eleven Survivor is a game. Yes, Doug, I absolutely believe that one of the worst national tragedies our country has ever faced has been turned into a game. Ah, oh, you're horrible for knowing that. But no, it is. It is. Uh, and the whole the, the reason I bring it up is uh, it was actually more or less a twisted art project than a real like game, more or less experience. But although the controversy was enough to make the mod the most downloaded Unreal Tournament mod for quite a while in 2003. God, that that's part of why i hate like video game culture and stuff because it's so young and there's still like this weird angsty teenager edge lord like i gotta do something super controversial like was it hatred i believe was one game oh yeah we actually brought that up and i had no idea about it until we had talked about it and i looked into it and oof i I wish i didn't it's just super dumb and people trying to be like this is my art you're gonna try and censor this my art it's like no you're a dumb child. Well, that's why I brought this one up, because I was thinking you'd be like, no, there's no way there's a game called that. But no, there is. God damn it. I'll let the listeners in on a secret. I said it sarcastically, because I didn't think there was one, and it turns out there is one, so I'm going to pretend like I got that point anyway. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what? You heard that? I whispered, though. Oh, yeah, true. Um, How about this one? Uh, A game called The Mystery of the Missing a Hot Pot Recipe. <laughs> Because you say hot pot, it makes me think it's Japanese, which makes me think this could entirely be a thing. But I'm going to say no. Oh, it it is entirely a thing. The full title is Coronation Street, The Mystery of the Missing Hot Pot Recipe. Is it it Japanese? I don't know. It came out in 2011. I think it's British? Uh, It says... uh, who said video games had to be interesting or exciting? For just two ninety nine, you could own this truly one of a kind point and click PC game that revolves around helping Betty from Coronation Street find her missing hot pot rec- recipe. Wow, that does sound like shit. Who says video games have to be interesting? Or- <laughs> what? They're, and um, they're trying to actually sell that video game. It's like we know where shit. We're not gonna beat around the bush here. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, all right. Oh, it's like a hidden object game, which literally means it could just be a picture book, and someone just drew in random things in there. Like, okay, so it's not fun or interesting. Nope. But hey, that's a real one. How about why silly bands? No, those are those dumb animal rubber bands people wore for like two weeks. Guess what? It's a game on DS. And they came with 20 silly bands, I think, for people who bought the game. That's just depressing that that's a video game. I don't understand how there could be a single mechanic. Um, On to the next one. Do you think Firelight Chronicles is a game? Yes, I think I've actually seen that one. It's no, not. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's Torchlight Chronicles. Oh. Torchlight. Dude, that's funny because I honestly just pulled that one out of my ass and I didn't know there was a torchlight. But no, nice. I'm glad I stumped you again. God damn it. Yeah, it's torchlight. That's what I was thinking of. How about this? Major League Eating the Game. Like, I, this is absolutely the worst I've done in Game or No Game in a while. And I don't know anymore. Like, now I don't trust anything. That's the best part about this game. I guess I should play more one-on-one against, like, if next time with Mark or something. 
Yeah, I do think we end up helping each other more. I'm still just trying to figure out what the hell silly bands would have been. I know. It's I that's depressing. I literally have no I'm looking at pictures of it right now, the game, and I still have no idea what the gameplay is. Uh sorry, what was it? Major League Eating? Yes, Major League <laughs> Eating the game. Sorry, back to the important subject of Major League Eating. <laughs> uh no. Oh my god, it is, and it was for the Wii. I think the game, like, uh, stressed, like, oh, there's 20 different types of food to eat or something. <laughs> Doug knows, but this has been a very bad day for me in a number of terms. Oh, that's correct. Listeners yeah. will find out, like, I think, and, like, have already listened to it or will hear why. Yeah, we recently just got back into our Dungeons & Dragons podcast, so check out Almost Better Than Dragons. But... Um, alright, so I'm gonna wrap this up soon, but I have a couple more we could, tr- uh, ponder. It's made in 2008. Yeah, that's what I mean, these aren't even that old, that it's like, this is, uh, Like, terrifying. I get it, this is like weird 80s stuff before they knew what games were, but like, this is... Alright. This is dumb. What do you think of a game called Mech Rider 2? No... No, it is not a game. Good job. Oh, thank God. But the thing is, it's apparently the name of a boss in Secret of Mana from my Googling. So, huh. yeah, isn't that interesting? Ain't that some shit. Yeah. Um. All right, and then I got, let's see, let's do two more. Uh. Do you think there's a game called Super Big Brothers? Isn't that the one Basta built? <laughs> yeah, right, Superior Marco Cousins. Oh, that's it. Uh, Super Big Brothers? Uh, no. Apparently it is, and that's the translation of it. The game was called Cho Aniki Super Big Brothers, and at first glance, it looks like a fairly standard bullet hell side-scrolling shoot-em-up with the screen filled with flowing projectiles and flying enemies. At least it does until you realize that those aren't alien ships, but muscle-bound men in their underwear posing in a number of creative ways. As someone who Googled this before he'd answered, just to make sure I got it right, and then somehow I got it wrong, <laughs> I'm, calling, I'm calling bullshit on it, because I can't find anything about right, this game. I'm sending you Cho Aniki Super Big Brothers, and it's these fucking Chinese or Japanese, I'm not sure, sorry, forgive me, listener, but uh, these men in their underwear as the enemies of this bullet hell game. Uh, here we go. Gotcha. Link sent. Oh. Oh wow! Yeah, well, look. <laughs> yep, that's a thing, all right. Once again, like two thousand seven, two thousand eight, like what? Yeah, wait, and that's the thing. The link I sent you doesn't even showcase how weird the game gets. Like it gets very. Oh, I got an idea. Yeah, if you just yeah. put that in Google Images, it's strange. Um, but all right, last one. Let's see what I can pull out here. Do you think there was a game called Spankum? Spankum. Um. Just because you couldn't have picked all real games, I'm going to go now. Alright, so, no, and I did, I tried to mix it up, but no, this is a real game, and that is another translation, and alright, this is definitely the one to end on, because this is the most bizarre shit you're going to hear me ever say. Alright, so the the game's called Boonga Boonga, and that translates to Spankum, and Boonga Boonga is almost certainly the most questionably bizarre arcade game of all time. The entire game revolves around punishing a series of unsavory characters, including a child molester, a gold digger, and a child prostitute. You don't punish them 
by any anything as simple as punching them though the weirdest game mechanic of all time is uh the player has to poke their two fingers into the anus of the character that's on screen and there's literally a physical anus placed in front of the player uh in the arcade uh setup so they had to place their stick their fingers into it and beyond the moral implications of doing this uh to the underage characters boonga boonga openly rewards the players for their sexual behavior and rewards especially good anus pokers by dispensing a little poo shaped trophy delightful south korea come over for a second we gotta talk <laughs> and the thing is yeah there's the little like there's little like poo things on the screen the whole time and it is quite and I, I saw an image of one of the arcade sets and yeah there's like a little like bent over butt that you have to put your fingers into what the fuck is wrong with you south korea game or, shit together game or no game people thanks for playing bro <laughs> King John Un is the crazy leader of North Korea, and right now, South Korea, you're looking a lot crazier. No, yeah. What is wrong with you? Yeah, what's wrong with a lot of the world? Oh, Wait, uh, so you stick your fingers in a child molester's butt, but then another character you stick your fingers into is also a child. So aren't you then the child molester? Pretty much. You, it's And there's a lot of characters to choose from. It's just not a good game. God. <laughs> but, listener, thanks for tuning in. Let's do some plugs. Bren, where, do you, where can they find you? Uh, we got the episode of Almost Better Than the Dragons we recorded today. God knows when this episode goes out and when that episode goes out. So maybe it's out already. So double check. If not, re-listen to it because Matt works hard on that. Um, I'm on ABTS Brendan on Twitter. And Bleach is absolute garbage and should be burnt alive at any copy you see. So, the, yeah. game isn't al- the manga isn't alive or the show isn't alive because it, it's clearly dead inside and so is the creator. But it's just so fucking terrible. Yeah, so angrily tweet him about that or your feelings about that. Also, it's so terrible. C- give me a reason. Give me one reason why it's good. I challenge you. We had a super generous donation, too, from a listener, so I feel like we owe her a little shout-out. It's going to be her birthday in the next couple of days here. So um, on August 31st, our listener Cassie's uh, whoa on Twitter uh, is it's her birthday. So thank you so much for listening. She said she was going back and listening to like all the episodes, and I'm like, wow, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I can't stress that on anybody else listening to the show. Just start in the 50s if you're if you're serious or if I don't know. We we really respect that, but holy crap, some of the early stuff is tough to go through. But feel hey, free to pick and choose. Yeah, that's really we want you guys to have fun, not feel like it's a chore. But no, the fact that you're doing that shows that you must really enjoy our show. So that's fucking awesome. But plus you donated to it. Yeah, and she was uh, she said it was so nice. Uh she was like, "Oh, it'd be cool if you sang me a little song for my birthday." So do you want to give this a stab? I really have no idea or anything prepared um can we we sing hey jealousy by the gin blossoms how about you start doing that and i'll do something over top of it and it'll be really weird (laughs) hold on let me get the lyrics right because i know most of them but i don't know all of it all right and i'll just like freeform some prose and explain how it's her birthday all right so here we go i'm just gonna watch a lyric video and just sing to it all right and i'm just gonna like sing over top of you in a really it's gonna probably sound like shit but Hey, we'll give it a try.
Tell me you think it'd be all right. Cassie, well. If I could just crash here tonight. It's your birthday. As you see, I'm due for driving. Anyway, I got no Wish place I to go. Wish I could sing it to you Baby, every you day. Baby, feel that bad. You were the best I ever had. But if it was your birthday. If it hadn't been a thing, you go. Every day. You might not be alone. Doug, you're fucking me up. You'd be a thousand I'm years old. around this town. Let the cops chase us around. So don't get Best too old. Be a sound. God, I'm butchering the song. You're not helping me. Cassie. Jealousy. I hope you enjoyed it. Jealousy. Everyone's the jealous jealousy. that we didn't sing them a song. But hey, I think that's our best we'll ever do. <laughs> and I said, what about breakfast at Tiffany? She said, I think I... It's Cassie's birthday. And as I recall, I think we both kind of liked it. Okay. I think, all right, I'm cutting us off before <laughs> before <laughs> before we lose more subscribers. But hey, hopefully that was worth the donation. Hey, listener, if you want to donate, that could happen for you too, but probably not. We only, we like Cassie <laughs> enough to not. do it, but. <laughs> uh, we can't do that too often because we sing so well, we might be flagged for copyright infringement for sending too much like the Jim Blossoms. Well, that's what I mean. That's why I was interrupting you with my own little duet version. So that was quite original. <laughs> Thank God you edited the show because I do not want to listen back to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I don't think anyone wanted to listen to that. And even Cassie regrets it. But hey, listener, thanks <laughs> that's for listening what your to money's our show. Worth. Uh, if you do like it, we, we'd appreciate it if you give us a like or follow on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle's ABT Silence. I personally Twitch stream every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash ABT Silence. It'd be awesome if you also could give us a uh, review or rating on iTunes because, hell, it'd just be great. But um, <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna lie to you. We we just need this. Yeah, seriously, hook it up. But uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. See you.